but I would I would say it really does come down to how aggressively uh the central banks um you know tighten policy and actually become more um you know in terms of actually increasing interest rates. There was this uh, this idea from some economists that actually uh they will increase interest rates this year, but next year um they will actually start. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm very good. Um, you know, this past week um, at the time of shooting this episode, we've finally had a bit of rain here in the UK after God knows how long of, of basically being in a drought. I was t- so yeah, it was it was I did get caught up in the rain, got absolutely wet, but I loved it. Well, um, yeah, it's mad, man. But you know what? We've been through so much as a nation, man. This is just one of many things that adds to the list, right? But now, Jackson, a couple of weeks, man. It's your big day, man. How are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Notice I didn't even bring it up when you asked me. How I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean yeah it's exciting of course it's very exciting i think the planning process can be quite it, it can be stressful if if you allow it to be um there's a lot of people involved a lot of things to consider and just naturally there's time pressure there's financial pressure there's just a lot a lot going on so um it's been it's been a very interesting experience and i'm actually very much looking forward to the day really spending it with my loved ones it's going to be so exciting, all the people I'm going to invite. Uh, and and as as, as a, a Ghanaian, we tend to uh, do two types of weddings and we probably should do an episode on that as well. One is not a dash. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, we'll absolutely definitely um, do an episode on on, on uh, the costs of having two weddings. Um, but, you know, it's very exciting, very, very exciting to uh, see my, my closest friends and family um actually enjoy a very special day for me so i'm looking forward to it come on come on come on as a man man looking forward to the big day man very much so but now thank you for that jacks um and to our listeners out there hopefully you are well and all is good on your side um we forever grateful for all of the love that you keep showing us keep doing what you're doing on instagram um and social media and just asking us questions whether it's um via email as well or signing up to our mailing list as well so keep just doing what you're doing in terms of supporting us but today we got um just touch on some latest news i guess um at time of recording it's um august 20 22 um lots of things happen in the economy and there was um what pro- i would probably call a slightly strange thing uh that's happened uh recently jacks and it'd be great if we can touch on it um so in the uk here in the uk we're obviously aware of the current economic crisis and um rising inflation rates and here in the uk again <laughs> um Inflation rate has risen to a 40-year high of 10.1%. So it's increasing month on month and it's showing no sign of slowing down, which is absolutely crazy, borderline scary. And we've been in it for some time, for a few months now, Um, but it's going up, Jax. And um, strangely what has happened, the latest figures in the U.S., has shown a slight change and inflation has actually fallen from 9.1% to 
to 8.5%. So, Jazz, obviously, we're two different uh, countries. Um, but what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think first and foremost, I know we've got quite a few episodes on inflation. I think uh, what's important for listeners, especially if you are new listening to this episode or listening to what finance is, understanding that inflation, the way it's measured, is actually measured on a year-by-year basis. And so when we hear of an inflation figure, the comparable or what it's being compared to is the inflation figure last year. Uh, so the same month last year. And so the inflation figure we got in July was versus July of 2021. Uh, and then obviously the inflation figure we got uh, this time around in August was against uh, the August inflation uh, rate in 2021. And so it's been a 10% increase since then, basically. Mm-hmm. And th- what that means is every £100 that you had is now worth te- uh, £90 mm-hmm. in terms of uh, purchasing power. So it's lost 10% of its um, value in terms of what you can actually purchase. Or another way to, to understand it is um, over the past year, things have become 10% more expensive. So if you mm-hmm. had £90 and you wanted to go buy something for £90, that same thing is now £100. You have to earn an extra £10 to be able to buy the same thing um, we would have been able to do last year. So uh, going back to your question, Peter, and of course, it's important to understand that um, whilst we do live in a global economy, um, the UK and the US are two different uh, you know, economies th- themselves. Um, and I was about to say one is in Europe, but let's... <laughs> 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 one is, maybe I should say one is more European um, yes. <laughs> historically, uh, and of course one one is is is, is uh, a different economy altogether. I think there is no you know you don't have to look at both with a fine comb to understand that regardless of whether inflation has risen or fallen, inflation is still high. Mm. Inflation is still very 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 high. Remember that the target for the uh, central banks, both uh, in America and, and the UK, is usually around. A two percent plus or minus one, so you can mm. go up to to one percent or three percent because we also say a bit of inflation is good, but anything above three percent, four percent is that's actually high. So even an inflation rate of like five percent is actually very very high. Mm. <laughs> so when you come across an inflation rate of uh, eight and a half or or especially ten percent or something, they're both really really high. And again, it really comes down to understanding. Uh, what's causing inflation? There's many things that are causing inflation. People have their biases, but the data will also point out also that, of course, when it comes to things like oil reserves um, and stuff like that, and, you know, uh, where UK is more dependent on, on certain inputs, you know, it, it, that's that's what it comes down to. Mm. It also comes down to policy differences, you know, during during the, the pandemic that we experienced, uh, the policy responses were similar but different. So like an example in the US, they were literally getting paychecks into the bank account. Mm. you know whereas uh in the in the uk we have things like furlough schemes and that kind of stuff so it's, it's important to understand that we are two different economies we are kind of interdependent um but it's important to understand that whether it is fallen or risen inflation is still very high <laughs> hmm. now very high indeed and what is it i mean uh, you know obviously um the uk is you know wanting to be in control of this as is the us and it's still out of control for um as for reasons as you've just mentioned inflation is still very high but i guess what what we've seen in the us what is it that the us and the uk are trying to do to just bring things back to how they once were yeah so um we, we know that you know whenever inflation is high we have uh, our number one tool we have a whole 
uh, department, a very powerful department, a so-called independent department, whose sole purpose is to manage uh, money supply and inflation in, in an economy. Mm. So in, in, in the US, we've got the Fed, and mm. in, the, in the UK, we've got the Bank of England. And their first line of de- defence is usually uh, to uh, obviously increase or reduce interest rates depending on what they're trying to achieve mm. essentially what, what they would do to cool down the economy because inflation normally happens when there's hyperactivity when there's too much spending and there's too much demand and ex- not enough supply you want to kind of you know pull down the demand um, and the way to do that is to increase interest rates um, and so that's what they've been doing um, the, the rates of increase have been happening um, kind of in, in differently in the US and in the UK so I can't remember on the top of my head now, I'm recording this episode, but the UK has been focusing on doing the smaller raises. Mm. So uh, normally around 25 basis points, we say, which is 0.25% mm. raises. Mm. Whereas uh, in more recent times, America have been a bit more aggressive in, in doing uh, 75 basis points, uh, 0.75 and sometimes 50 basis points. So it really depends. It really depends on, um, you know, how aggressive the, the, the central banks want to be um, and of course, I think what's what's interesting actually is to try and think about what's going to happen next because inflation doesn't seem to be really cooling here in the UK, which means mm. the twenty five basis point hikes are probably not enough. Um, but mm. like we said in a very recent episode, we spoke about um, whether we could be going into a period of stagflation. Um, that's something we have to think about because you know. Like we said in that episode, we are in a peculiar situation where inflation is occurring, but it's not like the economy is growing. Mm. Um, and when you start to hurt the economy by obviously pulling out money and increasing interest rates, uh, you have to be very careful that it doesn't backfire too much and actually bruise, not even bruise, actually kind of dampen the economy. <laughs> And with these, um, whether um, interest rates are increased or um, or not, um, how often is does that happen? Is that reviewed on a quarterly basis? I believe. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's yeah, very crazy at the moment. And as you know, as you mentioned in our previous episode, we are we asked the question and had a discussion if we're entering a period of uh, stagflation. But Jax, man, some of our listeners are probably thinking, and in, a, in, in line with us too, I mean, we've been in this high inflation period for some time, you know, um, it's, it's, it's starting to get a bit long now. <laughs> um, goods are just crazy. Fuel is just crazy. Um, buying food is obviously more expensive than it is um, previous years, etc. And for most people, our wages are not keeping up with that. So that question is, gosh, man, how long does it have to be like this? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I can tell you. I really wish I can tell you. Um, it's it's one of those answers we don't have. We just don't know. Um, now there are predictions here and there, but I think. Uh, history tell us to not rely on <laughs> economic predictions because they're, they're usually inaccurate. Mm. Um, but I would I would say it really does come down to how aggressively uh, the central banks, um, you know, tighten policy and actually become more, um, you know, in terms of actually increasing interest rates. There was this uh, uh, this idea from some economists that actually uh, they will increase interest rates this year, but next year um, they will actually start you know, calming down. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calming down and even uh, cutting rates again. 
um, you know, because the economy doesn't want to get hurt too too badly. Mm. My guess, based on the numbers we've just experienced, um, if if I had to guess, I'll probably guess that next year probably that prediction of cutting rates is probably not going to happen. Mm. Or if it if it does happen, it'll probably happen uh, towards the the end of next year, but probably for the first three quarters. <laughs> I don't see how uh you know they're going to cut rates um if inflation continues to surge it really does and, and remember we haven't even gone into um the the, the winter period yet mm. so that's going to be a very interesting um thing to actually witness and for our listeners um t- um particularly over in the UK in the winter period um the energy price cap is going to increase significantly meaning the average household will be paying even more for their gas um, and electricity uh, bills as well. Um, As will it also increase again in January and potentially in April of next year? Well, that's the plan. So um, my plan plan is to wear a jacket at home. Ah, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Plan is to wear a jacket at home, invest in a nice hot water bottle, yeah. Um, I just yeah <laughs> drink lots of hot tea <laughs> some peppermint tea lemon and ginger I'm telling you I'm telling you man it's gonna be but you know you just need to be um proactive <laughs> as you can within reason of course um yeah. just with with what's happened in America and you know it might again um you know next month they can report um an increase again uh rather than um inflation uh levels falling but can we take some encouragement from what we've seen in recent times over in america yeah i think so i think so i think i think you know if if it was continued going high and just showed no signs of of cooling down i think that's extremely worrying that's extremely Mm. worrying and i would i would have probably said we're definitely probably going to a period of stagflation then Mm. um but we can we can we can take you know we can we can take some sort of comfort well i don't know about comfort but (laughs) (laughs) we can we can say look at least it's, it's come down a bit um and and that's that's a that's a decent sign i don't think it's a great sign but it's a decent sign because even though it's come down a bit i still feel like inflation is way too high and i, I think it'll probably get a bit higher before it comes back down again um, mm. but you know I, I always say and we always say here what finances you know because we can't always um predict and and control what happens in our uh global uh macro economy uh, but what we can do is we can we can make uh decisions of as to how proactive and and intentionally we can be in preparation and also how we react to certain things is very important as well hmm. and you have mentioned before about you know there's an idea that um inflation rates will start increasing and then potentially next year um you know um they might start cutting it down again i was reading the other day a couple of days ago and it was saying that particularly here in the uk that house prices have stored a bit again it's just like inflation it's still very high let's calm down <laughs> house prices have not dropped like massively where all of a sudden it's like yo but um having said that um there was um one of the reasons why um of course prices have dropped is because um demand has either leveled out or you know, not increasing at a, at a rate it usually increases rather than significantly falling down. And one of the reasons is obviously for people are hesitant to go <laughs> in because interest rates are increasing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when when you go for a mortgage, what it's supposed to also do actually is actually stress test 
um, the mortgage you're applying for and whether you, if, if interest is ris- risen by a certain amount, could you still afford to pay the monthly mortgage amount? And mm. you got to remember, like, uh, mortgages are big debts. The principles are, are big. Um, and, and so even a small rise in interest rates ha- can have a, a big impact. Um, and, and of course, yeah, it's, it's, it's just not, you know, that appealing if you feel as if, um, you know, going, going to buy a house and, and you're going to struggle to actually keep up with the payments. It's, it's, it's going to shift demand. It's going to cause demand to be much lower than, than, than it was the previous times where, you know, basically we had cheap money where interest rates were almost near zero and you can mm. borrow very cheaply, uh, which obviously causes inflation, which causes asset price inflation, like that property and even other assets as well. Hmm. No, absolutely. And now, Jax, before we, I guess, wrap up on, you know, letting our listeners know what they still need to be doing this time, we say it, but we'll say it again. Nice to the point. Um, just going to give a shout out to where we're getting uh, new listeners from. Um, and this is a very new place. And I'll be honest, I've never heard of it before, but it's called uh, Coro, C-O-R-O, Coro, which is a city in Venezuela. Oh, Venezuela. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've never heard of the city, but oh, well. um, <laughs> yeah, um, I did meet some people from Venezuela when I was over at Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. I think they're oh. quite close by. Um, yeah, I, I would like to visit the country as well. I keep saying that I would like to visit every country, if I'm really honest. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, um, beautiful country, nice man. Um, this like the second oldest city um over there interesting but now a massive shout out to our listeners over there man i know it's nice to reach different places such as there so just a massive shout out to you keep you know hopefully you've uh found our episodes on the woke finance podcast interesting and of value um if so feel think about someone you can share it with family member friend even on social media you never know whose hearts you're touching and what seeds are being sown. And so now a massive shout out to you and of course, all of our other listeners. But Jax, let's um, touch on what are the key things that people need to be doing right now during this period? I think it really comes back down to um, obviously managing your personal finances as effectively as possible. So we always say it's important to have a a budget in place um, and, and to reassess that budget. I think in these current times, it's probably important to assess your budget maybe more consistently than maybe uh, on a monthly basis than or quarterly basis. I think even assessing it on a weekly basis might be helpful mm. uh, because things are changing very rapidly. So be very mindful um, of what's happening. Um, you know, manage your personal finances. If you find that you are spending a lot and things have gone up in price, so you will be spending a lot anyway. See where you can actually cut costs. Um, so, you know, shop around. Uh, you know, I always tell people that when I started shopping, I was shopping at the most expensive uh, supermarkets um, until I came across some that were much cheaper. Um, so shop around, be be more intentional. Um, yeah, manage your finances, you know, as effectively as you can. But one thing I always say, you know, apart from the standard advice that we, we normally give or encouragement that we normally give is that um, we also don't live in fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's one thing that I, I, I see a lot. There's a lot of fear mongering, and oh my God, it's all doom and gloom. Let's admit it, it's not great, uh, but we will come out of it. <laughs> we'll definitely it. come Amen. out of it. And so, it's important to keep a level head. Um, and when it comes to personal finance, always understand that during these periods, opportunities are also created. Mm. 
Absolutely. And now we joked about, um, well, we half joked about, you know, wearing a, a jacket inside and a hot water bottle and lots of hot tea in, coming this winter. But just how frugal should we be? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, when it comes to frugality, I think there's a difference between uh, being proactive and intentional with your money and, and just being cheap, uh, mm. being too cheap or being having that lack mindset and, and, and you know, just trying to survive and eating beans on toast. There's a, there's a difference between being frugal. Being frugal is, um, you know, buying the things that you need and mm. focusing on those. And when it comes to wants, being being mindful of things that you are buying for your wants. And even then you can shop around. Mm. Right? So you might want something, but you don't have to buy it from the most expensive place. Mm. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. Uh, and it really comes down to personal circumstances as well. Uh, but I wouldn't encourage anyone to, uh, wear too many jackets at home, <laughs> but maybe maybe not a jacket. But wear a jumper, like you know. I remember when I used to live at uh, my parents' house, my my siblings, um, especially my youngest brother, he would always complain that it's cold, but then he would have a t shirt on, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, go get a jumper on, mate. Um, you know, yeah, just just be more mindful. Uh, but the, the most important thing is to pay attention to your personal finances, yeah, um, and to not just let things go by. That's it, man. Let's get um proactive. You know, obviously, if we're in the right space too, let's get proactive and aggressive with our budgeting and our finances more so than ever. And we've spoken about really building up that emergency fund and prioritizing building that potentially beyond six months as well yes. um of expenses. So now, man, let's let's get on this journey. Let's stay on this journey together, and we're gonna make mistakes. It's a way of life, but let's learn from that and move forward, man. And for those that are slightly younger, this is a great opportunity for you to start being proactive and practice things whilst you still can. Let's say you're at home, at parents' home, and you're not, you know, contributing to bills or anything like that. This is a great time to really getting uh, developing really good uh, strong habits and good money mindset so nah man something in it for everyone depending on whatever age you are so thank you very much for that Jax um massive shout out to our listeners keep doing what you're doing like and subscribing all of that good stuff and remember all stay, stay woke, woke.